killers, some straight up killers. Sit your ass down and eat dudes for dinner. There's food on my plate cause I'm the breadwinner. Is my ass getting fat cause it ain't getting thinner? Hello and welcome you guys to episode 19 of In My Opinion with Ayo. I am your host, Ayo Zaymar. Last week we talked about doing something a little bit different, not having like a set topic and just kind of going through the week because I don't know if you're living in the year 2020 like the like I am, like the other people that I know are but it's been crazy it's been crazy can just consistently crazy hello how are you how's your day going ahmed how are you long time no see i know this week has been really crazy i what did i do this week so i was super excited i know i was talking with you guys about getting a new job and things like that so I went to an interview I went to a couple of interviews and I got a job and then I started training and the training experience was really interesting to say the least to put it kindly the guy was like, I'll call you tomorrow. He couldn't tell me, first of all, how much I was going to get paid. I was like, okay, that's something I feel like you should just know. But he didn't, and that's fine. Um, he was like, I'll call you tomorrow. So I waited the whole entire next day. I waited the whole next day. Hello, Uncle Mason, how are you? I waited the whole next day, and... He didn't call. He didn't call at all. Then he called the day after asking me if I can come in on a day that he told me I would never, ever work. He was like, you're only going to be working, you know, the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. That's it. Don't worry about any other days. So he calls me up Friday about less not even an hour maybe like 40 minutes before he wants me to come in and he's like hey can you come in for a couple of hours and I was like thinking the training was interesting all right I wait all day for you I wait a day and a half for you to call me and be like you know give me some kind of schedule and and confirm a schedule but you 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 wait a day and a half to call me 40 minutes before you want me to come in for a shift (laughs) and I'm just like thinking what you fixed your mic great yes yes I did thank you Pay should be the first thing discussed because I'll do some crazy shit for the right price. (laughs) What was the job? Interesting in a good way or a bad way? It was, it was interesting in, in a way. (laughs) It was interesting in a way, in a way that I've never experienced 
really during a job training. Um, it was just at a, a cashier thing at a small restaurant. I think you should quit. Yeah, well, I did. I did because after waiting for that guy and after everything I experienced and just like, I was like, you really, you really gonna wait a day and a half to call me 40 minutes? Like you, you knew, I, I, I had to assume that he knew he wanted me to come in that night. There's no way like 40 minutes before you want me to come in. You know, you want me to come in at at 5 o'clock. Let's say it's 5 o'clock and you call me at 4.28. And, and you're asking, <laughs> you waited a day and a half to tell me that? I told him right then and there. I took a deep breath because I'm not very good with confrontation. I took a deep breath and I was like, you know, after, after having time to sit and think about everything and the training, I want to thank you for your time, but I don't think that this is a good fit. what hello and thank you for the follows skylarker hello um yes hannah hello hello you guys so that <laughs> that has been my week i've been applying to jobs and just going on interviews and it's been a crazy week with a one day of training. I feel, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to feel about anything anymore. Every time I look, open up social media, every time I look at the news, every time I just open my eyes and stare out into the public, into the world, I, I'm, I immediately just, my brain is like, really, really, really? Every five fucking seconds, every time I see something, I'm like, really, really, really? <laughs> you feel exhausted, I think. Yes, no, I'm definitely like, definitely mentally exhausted just from this whole year. Uh, <laughs> it's been it's it's been a year you guys it's been a year one of the things one of the things i've read this week that's going on i'm gonna pull it up here hold up was extinction denialism Okay. <laughs> okay. That's all I have to say. Okay. Extinction denialism. I was reading an article about that this week because apparently this is a new thing. Um 
Because I guess right now, a lot of scientists are saying that we're currently um, starting to witness the planet's sixth mass ex extinction event, um, a scale of biodiversity loss. So this, this planet hasn't seen anything like this since the extinction of the dinosaurs, essentially, which was around 66 million years ago. And unlike the extinction of the dinosaurs that was caused by some outside force, this mass extinction is caused by, bum, 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 it's caused by humans. Um, I can relate. Life feels out of place. Yes, it definitely does. For real. Your week is like my relative marriage. <laughs> what? Um, but yeah. So humans, we have been cutting down the forest, we've been poaching things, culling things, hunting things, polluting things, we've been destroying natural habitats, um, not just by those means, but also by introducing invasive species to an area, and these things, you know, all the pollution and everything, and deforestation this is causing climate change and climate change is very real you go outside it's fucking hot okay i feel like the later we get into the year the hotter it's fucking getting okay <laughs> a lot of places are experiencing climate like weather that they wouldn't normally experience i know my my brother lives in Florida and this year they didn't really get that much rain and now there are like a shit ton of tropical storms brewing in the Atlantic and the Gulf Coast wherever they are um, those things form hurricanes you know and it's it's A year without rain and now all of these fucking hurricanes so that's something that's like hurricanes aren't an, a new thing you know there are the, there's a designated hurricane season and all of that but to have so many just come all at once that's kind of interesting you want me to tell you his story sure go ahead um so now these people these extinction denialists these people are who are saying that extinction is not a fucking thing they're saying that this is an issue of the past this is historically um, this is predominantly a, a historical problem, okay? The extinction is, is a historical problem. We don't experience it anymore, apparently. Um, economic growth will fix the extinction crisis. Technological process, pro process, progress and targeted conservation interventions will overcome extinction. Do you know how hard it is to get 
two animals to breed in captivity successfully is not easy. I've never done it, but I, I've read that it's not the easiest thing to do. And I can imagine that it's because these two animals are in captivity. They're not as comfortable as they would be in the wild or maybe they're just a different kind of comfortable. I feel like it would be a stressful situation either way to have people surrounding you waiting for you to fuck. Like, fuck, you know? That, that's like, <laughs> it's like, they're getting performance anxiety, you guys. They're stressed the fuck out. You're stressing them out. They know. I feel like maybe they can sense it inside of them, in their inner being, that, oh, we are like one of the last of our kind. So that already is stressful. Then you got two people who are like, okay, we're going to fly you all the way to this other friggin' animal of your species because there's only two of you guys left or however many of you guys left but you guys are on the other side of the world so now we got to travel in some cases all right so that's stressful then you got people just like circling you like waiting for you to fuck that's stressful okay that's why it's hard to get animals to breed in captivity okay Um, I'll read your story in a second. I'm just going to get through with this. But, yeah. So, essentially, what it seems like is that these extinction denialists are... It almost seems like it's politically... Some kind of political something. Everything feels like it's some kind of political has something, especially now that we get closer to the election. And um, let's see. Yes, apparently these scientists who who did all the research, uh, you know. They write these reports and everything like that. They're being criticized and attacked and being told that this isn't true by people who aren't scientists, by people who didn't do the work, by people who aren't doing the research, you know? Um, so that. That is interesting to me. Okay, so we got extinction denialism. We also have orca whales attacking mostly um, boats with rudders off the coast of Spain and Portugal. Interesting, right? What is going on? What is going on? These, what do they swim in? Pods? Whales, whales swim in pods, I think. These pods of orcas are just like going around attacking boaters. Not just once, but 
many, many times. And most of these people who are boating are people who have rudders on their boats. So I wonder if orca whales are just over it. They're like, we are over your rudders and your boats. Please get the fuck out of our waters. Goodbye. Um, let's go back up here and read this story. He told me that he was sitting on the couch and eating peanuts, enjoying his day. His father came in and said, fool, go find a girl for yourself. His mother went to a family house to find a girl for him. The girl's father said, does your son finish his studies? His mom said, yes. The girl's father said he should finish university and then that you can get married. He studied four years in engineering. Um... Then they give the degree to the girl's dad. He said, you have, you have to finish the army. And they said, no. And now he's in the army for two years so he can marry this girl. Wow. That sounds like a lot of work to marry somebody to be forced by your parents to marry someone. It sounds, sounds like he finished it and said, and told her dad. Interesting. And what did her dad say? Are they getting married finally? I'm, I'm assuming yes, since the first thing he said was um, their marriage. He said, do you have a job? <laughs> wow. Interesting. I'm glad to be independent. I don't want to marry anyone. I feel like marriage has its benefits, but a lot of people, I feel like, exactly, get married. It feels like they're, they're trying to find somebody to complete them. Um, a lot of people lose their independence. And it shouldn't, I feel like marriage shouldn't be that way. I feel like it should be two completely, you know, complete people who feel independent, who just want to come together and um, share this life. The guy said go find a job and he went to find a job but the job said it's for couples. What is going on? All right. Moving on to the next thing that I saw this week. I'm sure a lot of people saw this week. That the other job was... Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, that you had to work in a company before... You have to be whole first. Yes, two whole people sharing their completeness. Exactly. Exactly. It feels kind of weird to like jump to this next thing. But I have it here on the list. But that does that does sound like a lot of work to get married to somebody. It's like you're a, an arranged marriage it sounds like. Wow. So did he, did he end up getting married, though? They're married, yes. T 
Tyrion, hello, how are you? So, it does, it feels a little bit weird to jump into this next thing, but I'm just going to do it, okay? Because a lot of people have seen it. A lot of people have seen it and read about it, I'm sure. Mass hysterectomies going on at the ICE detention center in Georgia. Okay. For those of you who don't know anything about, what is a hysterectomy? A hysterectomy is when you get a part of your uterus taken out or the whole thing. Now, the thing is that I grew up learning, I'm not sure, I'm not sure if I mentioned this to you guys or not, but I did volunteer with the Red Cross cross for a little bit and I volunteered mostly in this quad surgery department and a lot of people not a lot of people but um part of the people they would see would be women coming in to get hysterectomies and I was like what you know at the time I was like oh wow hysterectomy it's like the equivalent of um what when guys get their tubes tied um a vasectomy. I thought a hysterectomy was the equivalent of a vasectomy. They're they're really not. Okay, like a women a women women shouldn't just go out and get hysterectomies. Okay, it's not safe. First of all, you should really only be getting a hysterectomy if you have serious problems with your uterus because you need that thing to kind of regulate all the hormones and everything that's going on in your body. And so when that when it starts giving you problems, it starts giving other parts of your body problems, that's when you go in and you just remove part of it, like the part that's that has the problems or if the whole thing is, you know, just kind of rotting away, um, then yeah you go and get a hysterectomy but apparently what was going on was that all these women in the ice detention center were just being sent to this one gynecologist it does when it causes life-threatening problems yes exactly um they were just being sent to this one gynecologist and the nurse don wooten noticed that everyone who went to go and see him was scheduled for a hysterectomy and she was just like there is no way that all of these all of these women's um all of their stuff is bad there's no way that all of their stuff is bad i read the ice articles too yes that's crazy stuff isn't it he's the guy who makes couple couples divorce yes hello yellow pages hello and how are you yeah it sounds so fucking crazy dude a lot of people are saying this is like some form of eugenics this is not eugenics at all this is like complete genocide because there's no part uh, of you know breeding they're not trying to breed to you know um, get a desired outcome here. They're literally trying to sterilize a whole, 
race, essentially, by taking out these women's uteruses and causing them to become infertile. It's insane. So this doctor is ordering everyone that sees him to get a hysterectomy. And yeah, not everybody's. And a lot of the thing is, too, that I was reading was that a lot of these women were told that they were getting seen for something else. Oh, you're getting seen for a cyst. Oh, you're going to get a, um, a treatment to help with your heavy periods. And these women did not know they had a cyst. They never had any problems. They were like, oh, I got a cyst. They didn't even have heavy periods. They don't have these things that they're going in to go and see. And so last minute, they'd be like, oh, yeah, it's not for a cyst. It's, you're getting a hysterectomy. There you go. Have, have a good day. You know, they just send them. Technically, eugenics is a fitting term. I mean, if we want to get technical about it, genocide is like a more fitting term because it doesn't seem like they're trying to create some kind of like an it's eugenics in the way that the Nazis you know wanted to claim eugenics it's just genocide it's genocide high it's like I guess if their desired outcome is to only is to wipe out out um, to wipe out this race, still you know it's it's crazy. It, it eugenics would be a better fit. Um, the term means that here is does it really? Interesting. Yeah, I feel like here eugenics has like a slightly different um, definition than genocide. So who is this guy? His name was like Gaston, I think. Um, this guy he, who invented the idea of eugenics where essentially not just like one race of the human population but the whole human race should take place in this you know where you breed for um you breed to make like the I ideal human essentially like you know the survival of the fittest and the strongest genes create a better human essentially and so what happened with the holocaust and germany and the nazis and everything they're like oh well you know the ubermensch is the superior race the blonde hair blue eyes that's that's the superior race so we're going to use eugenics in in that sense and um create a world where there's only these people um but essentially in doing that and trying to wipe out, you know, um, different ethnic groups, it turns, it takes a whole different meaning and it 
goes from eugenics to genocide so quickly. Um, so we got that going on. Um, I, but yeah, I see your point. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from too. Um, so we got that going on in the world. And that's just so crazy to think about because here America we're we're supposed to be the land of the free and obviously we know that's not fucking true because yeah we got this stuff going on this is like you know a crime against humanity this is this is disgusting and we have that taking place here. Irwin County, Georgia. And I, I wonder if it's like that gynecologist specifically has, is like obviously like some kind of extreme racist douchebag. Is that what's going on here? Or did he get some kind of, you know, um, orders like, hey, we're going to send all these people to you and you're going to do X, Y, and Z. I guess we'll figure out what's going on here in the next few weeks as they begin to investigate this further. Um, what else? The world's largest wetland is on fire. This is across the Brazilian Pantanal, um, Pantanal, I think that's all it's called. This is across Brazil. The wetland is on fire. 140,000 to 160,000 um, kilometers, kilometers, I'm not sure um, how you guys pronounce it over there or what the proper, I just wrote kilo, <laughs> kilo M is what I wrote. Um, yeah, that is roughly around, I, I had to search into Google and figure it out. It's roughly around, I guess, 34,594,753.4 acres, kilometers. Yeah, I feel like kilometers. Okay. Okay, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, it's about 140 to 160,000 square um, kilo kilometers. I want to say kilometers is are kilometers and kilometers are those the same thing? Gosh, I wish America was like not on their own shit about this stuff. You know, it would be great. It would be great to be on the same page. It would. It would be great to be on the same page with so many things. Okay, yes, it is. It's the same thing. It's just like a pronunciation thing, is what I'm assuming. Um, okay, so yeah, that's about like 34 million, you know, acres, which is crazy because it's a wetland. It's wet. It's wet. You, you know, you got the rainforest over there. Um, I don't remember ever, anything ever catching on floor 
on fire when I lived in Florida. It, it's kind of rare because everything's wet. It's humid. It's wet. But over there, I guess things are obviously not as wet because everything is on fire. So not only do you have pretty much the whole western uh, United States on fire, now Brazil is on fire, Where who else is on fire? Australia was on fire last year. Who else? I think that's it right now. But jeez, jeez Louise. It, <laughs> And, and to um, make the fires political, because like I said, everything, everything is getting political now. Joe Biden promises fewer fires, fewer floods, and fewer hurricanes if he wins in November and says that hellish wildfires will become more frequent if Trump wins. Joe Biden is on fire. Dude, everything is on fire. How can you promise things like that? How can you fucking promise fewer fires, fewer floods? This is the weather, okay? Fewer hurricanes. Do you, are you, does the government control the weather? Is there some secret, like, you know, in um, American Dad? I don't know if you guys have seen American Dad, but like I said, I watch a lot of cartoons. So on American Dad, there's an episode where you know, um, they go through whatever and they have to get these things back to blah, 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 blah. So he goes to the CIA to use their weather controlling device and he creates like this crazy storm. Is there something like that, Joe Biden? Are you hiding out some kind of weather machine in your basement, like in your garage? You got this friggin' all right, you guys. If I win in November, I'm going to pull out my fucking weather machine out of my garage. It's been in there. It's been in the garage for like fucking 10 years now. I've never used it before. Gotta wipe the dust off of it. You know, is that what's happening here? And then if Trump wins, you're going to use your weather machine for evil and cause more fires and floods and hurricanes. I'm so fucking confused. Beck, hello, how are you? <clears throat> Does the government control the weather mystery theme starts playing? <laughs> Have you been? I've been pretty, you know, okay. How have you been? It's been a crazy, it's been a crazy week. It's been a crazy year. But yeah, I wrote notes this time because I wanted to be super prepared. Unlike last week where I was like, oh yeah, I, I will definitely remember everything that I wanted to say. And I didn't. <laughs> but honestly, I think wildfires can be prevented and it is a logistical issue. See, wildfires are good, essentially not to have them at this level, not to have them be, like, I guess some of them in Oregon and everything were caused by, um, they were having lightning storms, is what my friend was telling me, 
one of the fires here, like we talked about last week, the El Dorado fire, um, was caused by fucking idiots. <laughs> you guys, you live in a place where it's dry. It's fucking dry as fuck here. How long have you lived in California? One day? 20, 20 minutes? And then you decide to fucking throw this pyrotechnics extravaganza gender reveal? How long, how long have you lived in this dry-ass state, you guys? Answer me that. How long have you lived in this dry-ass fucking state? Did you not realize that it was so fucking dry here that you can't even throw a cigarette butt on the ground without lighting the whole shit on fire? Like, I'm so confused, dude. Like, did Smokey the Bear not teach you anything about preventing wildfires? Because only you can prevent wildfires, dude. Like easily don't throw your cigarette butts on the fucking ground don't throw your fucking roaches on the fucking ground put that shit out okay stomp it out put it in an ashtray whatever you gotta do don't hire a fucking fireworks guy to come in do your gender reveal Get some fucking confetti. It's like, you know, those things. But we can't really prevent a wildfire in the sense of, like, if there's, um, if there's, like, lightning or even if, like, Trump said that we should rake our forest floors. The thing is, is that having that stuff accumulate on the forest floors and break down essentially helps feed feed the forest i know that if things get too piled up in some areas it can cause heat as it is um as it's breaking down and that can cause fires but that's usually if you got like a fucking mountain of shit piled up, of garbage just piled up, of, of organic material just piled up and you're not constantly turning it and it's just breaking down. That breakdown causes the heat from all the gases, the ammonia and everything like that. That's usually if you got like a huge pile, it doesn't, you know, um, only two things are certain in life, death and unparalleled stupidity. Okay, real question. How does it help you to put all those problems on your mind? Um, I feel like, you know, it helps me become more aware of what is going on in the world. Essentially, you know, ignorance is bliss or whatever they want to say. If I didn't know any of these things existed, would my life be better? I don't know. I feel like my life, knowing what's going on in the world and being up to date with everything, essentially helps my life become better I don't it's like I, I I don't know it's like being prepared for something um this week also 
Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away Friday night. Um, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. If you guys don't know who she was, she was um, an associate justice for the Supreme Court of the United States. She she did a lot with her life, okay? She did a lot with her life before she became um, the second woman to be appointed associate justice. All right, she went to Columbia Law, she taught at Rutgers, and she was also the first female um, professor, tenured professor at Columbia. She, in the 70s, she was the director of the Women's Rights Project for the ACLU. Um, she was on the U.S. Court of Appeals for D D.C. And then 1993, President Clinton went ahead and appointed her to be um, an associate justice. Yes, a tragedy for sure. The thing is, like, growing up in the time that she did, going after the career and education and everything that she went after specifically, it was mostly a male-dominated world that she was in. She experienced nothing but gender discrimination the whole way, and pretty much her whole life was dedicated to... Um, to fighting gender discrimination and, you know, um, fighting for equality, not just for women, but for men also. Um, so that, that was like a really big loss. And now Mitch McConnell wants to go ahead and push through a nominee Trump's nominee for um, for the Supreme Court. He wants to go and push through, you know, Trump's nominee to go ahead and replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which on her deathbed, supposedly she said that she doesn't want to be replaced until after the election, which in 2016, during the Obama, um, um, during Obama's time, Mitch McConnell would have, uh, um, a Mitch McConnell back then would have agreed and would have been like, okay, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, I'm going to respect your wishes. Because back then, in 2016, he refused for almost a year to even allow for any consideration towards Obama's um, Supreme Court nominee. So he, for like a year, was just like, no, we're not going to even consider Obama's nominee. But immediately, immediately after she dies fucking mitch mcconnell is like oh we're gonna go ahead and just push through trump's nominee why because he's thinking that they're gonna get more conservatives on the supreme court and it's already kind of outnumbered because we got more republicans than we do democrats and some people are thinking that it's gonna be um work in favor for the democrats because they're going to see this because they have seen it. They, everyone can see 
Mish McConnell fucking say this shit and um, they're going to think of how fucking unfair this is because yeah it's it's kind of crazy um we the people should have a say that was the whole thing in 2016 mitch mcconnell was like look we should wait until after the presidential election so that the people have a say in who gets you know elected into uh, onto the supreme court the same rule should apply now in 2020 mitch mcconnell we should wait we should even wait until we have the fucking if we wanted to if we wanted to go ahead and wait we could even wait i feel like or i I don't know how much longer how much time you have to wait um but we should the the election isn't that far away if you mitch mcconnell can wait a whole fucking year you know to not even consider obama's nominee you could wait September, October, November, you can wait less than two months, okay? You can wait less than two months to go ahead and consider Trump's nominee. Because the same thing should apply. We should wait, Mitch McConnell, like you said, until after the election so that the people have a say. Mitch McConnell, those are your fucking words, right? Well, then we should live by live by your words, Mitch McConnell. What are you fucking liar? Everyone's a fucking liar. <laughs> hey, I hope you have a nice dream. Thank you so much. RBG was an absolute hero. Yes, she was. Glad I'm catching the garbage talk. Um. Yes, 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 yes. His nominee has ties to Florida, so it seems like he's hoping that. That'll help him win Florida during the election. Wow. Political science class. Yes, there's a good piece in the Atlantic about how Mitch is slowly losing power and his seat is in jeopardy. That sounds, yeah, send that over because he holds a lot of, um, of weight, apparently. He has like a lot of say. Hello, hello, how are you? Um, or votes, or he, he holds like X amount of votes or something like that. Um, what did he say? Oh my God, you guys, he's fucking said something though. Oh, I, I saved it on my computer. He said something to the other people, to the other guys in the GOP, because the other people, somebody asked them, you know, like, what, what do you think about all this? And apparently Mitch McConnell sent over this this message to the other guys in the GOP, the good old party, um, or the grand old party. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking the good old boys. Um, anyways, he sent a message over to them telling them to, like, not to not do something that they're going to later regret, to go ahead and push this vote, don't do something you're going to later regret, and go ahead and keep your powder dry. 
is what he fucking told them. I was like, is that a fucking threat right there? Is he sending out threats? Like, yo, you better fucking go ahead and push this nominee through or you're going to fucking regret it later. Don't do something you're going to regret, you know. What the fuck, Mitch McConnell? You joking me? You make a threats, Mitch McConnell? God. So a lot of people are scared. A lot of people are worried. A lot of people think that this is going to ultimately cause some kind of like, some spark, some shit. That's a turtle threat. If you guys want to go ahead, um, I... I've been trying to be more active on Twitter. All of my social media is the same. I was a Martian. Um, so on Twitter, I went ahead and I posted. I made this meme last night. Um, was it last night or it was the night before? I can't remember. Like I said, I watch a lot of cartoons. So the scammers off of Futurama. If you guys remember the alien scammers off of Futurama. Because a lot of people are like, Mitch McConnell is like scamming, scamming something. Um, I'm surprised no one thought of it. But he looks like the fucking scammers from Futurama. The alien scammers with the, the weird long noses and the like, the neck full of skin. Um, yeah, that's up on my Twitter. I put that up there. They're twins. They're like fucking twins i love that meme oh my god thank you so much thank you so much you saw it so we have that that that's going on so we got that to look forward to what else people fucking another thing like i can't even talk about it okay i'm like it's like i had to stop and just delete this person because it was just too much someone kept arguing with me about the sb 145 law saying how pedophilia is now legal in california this person does not live in california okay but they are so sure that it's about like pedophilia is now legal and i'm like dude and he kept sending me this article 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 kept quoting this article it's you know if you're quoting an article obviously you think it's credible okay the title to this article the title to this article that he keeps sending me and he keeps quoting and he keeps telling me it's it's in this article the pedophilia is in this article the title says no california did not just pass a law making pedophilia illegal and in the whole entire article they break down the fucking law and explain to you what the fuck is actually going on and this guy i was like you obviously didn't read fucking shit dude you're just like copying and pasting the this thing because what what the fuck you obviously didn't read anything the title the title says what it says okay and he was like no the title is inaccurate and it has nothing to do with what the article is about and I was like obviously you didn't read anything I'm just gonna keep saying that because after reading the article there's nothing in it that agrees with what the fuck you're you're trying to say nothing in it agrees with your point it's all 
just everything that I've tried to explain to you (laughs) in an article and the title is completely 100% article or 100% accurate 100% article it's 100% the the title is 100% accurate and pretty much tells you what you can expect from this article Sounds like he's in a bad information bubble. Now, here's the thing. My brother and I were talking, and we have determined that, okay, have you guys heard that some people cannot turn off their thoughts, like their inner monologue? They're just always like, stand up, and then they stand up, and okay, go wash your hands, and then they go wash their hands, or their inner monologue is always on when they're thinking. And some people can't turn it off. And so my brother and I have determined that the people who cannot turn off their inner monologue are the people who cannot, like him, are people like him, okay, who cannot read an article and understand it, are people who are like, (laughs) you know, people who are um, fanatics, religious fanatics who are out there screaming all the time. They can't turn their inner monologue off and they have to literally just scream over their thoughts. The people who are like so on either side, so left or so right, you know, the fanatics, the people who are like just screaming, they're just screaming their points at you, okay? Trump this, fucking Biden that, fuck da, da, da. they're just screaming and they're not listening and they can't like listen or comprehend anything that they hear or read because their inner monologue is just constantly just like on in their head. So they have to scream over themselves, <laughs> over their own thoughts. That's, that's what my brother and I determined this week is what goes on because the people who can turn their inner monologue off you know they can sit there and just fucking listen and try to understand shit you know they don't have a voice inside of their head telling them every fucking waking moment of the day and having their whole entire day um monologued he turns me on. Oh no. Suffering from some confirmation bias. Yes. Oh, that's what happens to me a lot. But from music snippets, yesterday I couldn't stop thinking Breckenmeyer. See, I think that's a little bit different because you don't have like your thoughts like always telling you, you know, um, what to do. Basically, he's an idiot. I used to crush such people when I was into debating, but now I just don't respond. I have become kind of dead. I feel like it's not becoming kind of dead. It's just realizing that, you know, it's like talking to a brick wall. Royce, hello. Oh, my God. You used the new emote. You guys, yes, I did get an, I made an emote. Okay, I made this dinosaur emote. It was approved. I'm so excited about it. Thank you so much, and hello. And I also made these badges, if you can see Royce has one. Um, Even I have one, I think. (laughs) But I agree 100%. Yeah, sometimes I wish I could just blab out my inner monologue like that. Yeah, see, some people (laughs) have restraint. It's like they have to talk over their thoughts. More people should use it. 
the amount I know right I think it's only for um, subscribers though brick walls do not talk <laughs> yeah I guess oh and the alien looks so cool thank you so much doesn't it everything's looking so good slowly but surely um, oh my gosh thank you so much Royce dude what is up wow thank you so much Royce everybody if you don't know who Royce is it's r-o-i-c-e-e -E, for those of you who are just listening he's this amazing person I do another podcast on Friday nights um with him Amlu, Elizabeth and a few other people there's always new people coming in and Royce is just an amazing person so go and check out his channel he does sometimes um what is it the 3d um i don't want to say 3d what is the word um he does gaming though vr yes the virtual reality he does that sometimes which is really cool i'm not sure he doesn't stream as much as some people do but i know he's getting back into it so go and check him out he's an amazing person um this is the last four minutes of the episode, you guys. So I want to thank you for being here. We're going to come back in about an hour and do some cooking. I'm going to show you guys how to make this really easy. My mom calls it chunky soup, and I have a really easy almond butter cookie recipe that I love, and I think you guys will love as well. Thanks, kind human. No, thank you, Royce, honestly. You've got my voice my voice my vote yes Royce has got the vote we love Royce and I love you guys when's the next AMA I'm going to try and work out a schedule now that I kind of know where my life is going so um check I will definitely post everything in the discord if you guys want to check out the discord I'll go ahead and type that into the chat I think this link should still be good um, but thank you guys so much for joining I love you all I want you guys to have a great day a great evening um, see you later thank you thank you thank you so much and thank you salamit um, thank you guys merci beaucoup grazie Gra gracias um, come samnida Arigato. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you guys. Besitos. Mi amores. Um, be safe out there. Stay hydrated. Please wash your hands. All right, you guys. I will see you next Sunday and I will see some of you actually in about an hour. Beat. Is that how you say it? Beat. Beat. I think that's German, right? All right. Bye, you guys. Danke. Yes, danke. If you guys have any other thank you words, you know, always post them. I love learning new languages. All right. Bye, you guys.